0: This week on Log It, the ninth
1: episode, Con Air, directed by Simon West, with your host, oh, picked by your host, Caleb, uh, with your other host, Ian Locke. Dear Caleb, I'm excited to be recording this episode episode with you. Yours truly, Ian. (laughs) (laughs) I... I'm not going to make you redo it. but I missed it again. <laughs> okay. Well, the listener will hear it. I'll hear it when I do the edit. Okay, hold I on. the years truly, Ian. You could do it again if you'd like. No, I I'm not going to do it again, before. but let me just... It, it's a reference to the movie, to Con Air. Oh, yeah. It's the letters back and forth. Thank you. With Nick Cage and his daughter. Yes, thank One of my you. favorite okay. parts. Great Mine intro. Too. Okay. You were saying you're glad to be at the show in that form well, well i it's just a call back to the movie okay cool yeah hey i hey, thought you would Ian, like it i thought this is your barbecue and it tastes good okay is that a reference to something yeah i actually yeah, ended the last episode with that too you did look cyrus this is your barbecue oh. and it tastes good I'm sorry, I did not mean to call you out. You My face is beet red. Okay, Caleb, how are you? Good, good, good. Uh, this shan't no, good. be edited. This is all nope. going in. No, that'll probably stay in. I left a few things last week that were were said to be taken out, but I thought they were fun. So I, if you didn't listen, you'll never know what I left I in. think. I think we should go as little editing as possible. And I know I'm saying that as someone who doesn't edit the yeah. podcast. That's really all on you. But yeah. I'm just saying, let's go naturel well, here on natural from That's my goal. My goal okay. is to do as little as possible. But we also do a lot of ums. Yeah, but um that's just how it goes, you know? Nice. I gotta yeah. cut that one out so the joke no, won't make any sense. Exactly. <laughs> I'm <just kidding>. Yeah. <laughs> And I just don't want to force people to listen to all of our ums. Like if we, if I cut them, off, if I just track the ums, I bet there'd be a sure. solid minutes of ums that we I cut We can do out, a, we can do which, an um super cut one day. That would be kind of, oh, um, that'd be kind that'd of be fun. Yeah. Fum. Hmm. So this week we watched Con Air. You're still with me, right? I saw my internet flicker. Mine just did. Okay, but fum. Th- This week we watched Con Air. This one I'm really excited to talk about. This one is easily one of my favorite movies. Maybe my favorite blockbuster like action movie. Hmm. I watch it a lot. First. Yeah. Though we got to do last four. Actually, before we even do that, I have an anecdote. First. Yeah, I was going to say it, but we have more even before last four. I'd love to hear your anecdote. Okay. So as some of you might know. I am a USPS employee. I'm a mail carrier. Thank you, thank you. So basically, yeah, rain, I have a nor sleet mm-hmm, nor snow. We got to watch the postman on this freaking oh, show ASAP. You have reference that. Maybe we should do that on National Post Postman's Day. That's not a yeah. thing. I don't think that's a thing. We oh, do it, it, it on May Day. On May Day. That's like perfect. A okay, okay, but sorry. So please, no, no, no you're good. So, as someone who goes basically door to door delivering stuff, I interact with other delivery drivers. So your FedExes, your UPSs, your Amazons, right? Salute. And salute. And there's this UPS driver on my route who you could say is kind of like your classic macho man. He only wears shorts. He's pretty beefy, pretty bulky, has cool sunglasses. And it's been it's been hot lately. So he wears a like a headband that he ties in the back. He looks mm-hmm. cool, right? Right on. And we, you know, we say hi to each other every now and then. Haven't had that many interactions. I believe his name is Chris. I could be wrong. <laughs> anyway. So I'm sitting in my car, just taking a quick break, watching a YouTube video of Shohei Otani Homers. That's it. Oh. That's all I'm doing, right? Yeah. And he comes up, I see him park, comes up to me. Knocks on my window. I roll my window down and he's like, What's up, man? I was like, Hey, how's it going? And he's like, Do you have Netflix? Because he saw saw that I was watching something. And I was like, No, I don't, actually. He's like, Extraction 2, bro. It's sick. (laughs) And then just leaves. He just left. (laughs) And I was like, Okay, thanks, man. And I I, I immediately watch listed it because I was like, That kind of endorsement is, yeah. Dang it. But um, I just thought it was funny. It was just, You know, my that that is his movie extraction, Two. That's what he that's what he goes to bat for. We didn't even have to ask him for a recommendation. He just offered it up. Anyway, that just happened to me earlier. So I just wanted to it was it was tangentially related. Is that a word? Yeah, that was great. Great word used correctly and a great story. Tangential story. I realized, remember, I was telling you about mystery popping that I couldn't figure out that it, when Ooh, I was re- yeah. uh, editing last episode, mm-hmm. it's my headphones. Every time I move, they cr- they crinkle oh, a little bit and grind. So mm-hmm. I'm going to have to switch these up, actually. Um, okay. Now that I we're know. leaving this all this in, shame. though, right? Maybe I think you it's should possible. I think It'll you be, need to. It really depends how fun it is when I listen to our episode back while I'm editing. And if okay, it's boring fair. to me, then I cut it. And then if it's fun to me, I leave it. It's well, really my biggest time. guide. Me too. Okay, we haven't even got to anything real. But let me find some new headphones. Okay, let's take a quick break while Caleb gets some headphones.
0: I might not be able to find any. I'll figure something out. Okay, give me two minutes. What a wonderful conversation we've had so far. Holy cannoli.
1: (laughs) I really appreciated hearing about your news. I mean, your mailman friend. My comrade, you mean? Yeah, excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're union boys, Caleb. Caleb. <laughs> I had a question mm. that I wanted to get to. Okay. Should we, tell, should we do a little peek behind the curtain? <laughs> yeah, we probably should. It's probably <laughs> sound a little different. We switched in person. Yeah. We paused where we were recording, and he mm-hmm. drove to me.
0: And so, you
1: know, yeah, what you heard was... Voices from the past. A warm-up mm-hmm. from yesterday. Yeah. Two days ago? Three days ago now? Uh, great question. I I don't know. I don't know. remember. <laughs> but no. We're now in person. I'm looking right into the whites of Caleb's eyes. I have him I have him in my sights. <laughs> we have a shared mic too, so it's mm-hmm. very it's intimate. intimate. We're in a, We're like in an enclosed... Sorry, <laughs> and you just spit on my arm too. So. I told you I was going on. No, no, this, this is great. Spit guard. Um, like, no, don't use my spit guard. <laughs> no, this is going to be great. We're excited. So, yeah. <laughs> this is the silly show. Yep. So my question. Yeah, we'll, go. we'll get to it. We'll You're not going to get to it now. I am. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're saying we're going to get to it. Like, yeah, we're going. I'm like, talking to people like oh, Got it. Okay. Like, everyone's like bullshit. tapping their wrists. Yeah. They're like, well, this is a great flow mm-hmm. now. So in this yes. room next to us. Yeah. I've been really busy this week. You're we're moving. Just, we're moving. We're in your new place right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I am just tired all the time. And yeah. so I've wanted to watch movies. Okay. And I've had time to watch movies. So I'll get home. And it's a little late, but I'm like, you yeah, know, let's watch a movie. So, for example, Sounds of the Lambs, mm. I put on the other day at night. Good unwinding movie. Good yeah, I just you. want to. Yeah. Uh, Arm around the shoulders. Yes. <laughs> Love that movie. Mm-hmm. Never seen it. Have the full end. <laughs> <laughs> I know what my next pick is going to be. <laughs> there we go. Actually,
0: let's. Movie.
1: I think we should save it for uh, Halloween. Uh-huh. Okay, cool. Special season. It's coming up. So. I put it on, full okay. intention of watching it, best of intentions, mm-hmm. and in my mind, I'm going, this is probably gonna be one of my last four, okay. so I need to be able to talk about I don't wanna not really watch it and say it, and have to be like, oh yeah, I loved it, Right, I fell asleep. So I watched the whole movie, Okay, but really about halfway through, I was very okay. tired, Yeah, and I just kind of stopped paying attention. My mind started to wander, I started to think about things. <laughs> got a lot of day mm-hmm. <laughs> i I have, I have my hands in my hand <laughs> Just, <laughs> like I try not to laugh it. okay. okay it's funny <laughs> no this is good this is I'll, good no I, I agree so i didn't log it as you know probably now I don't know how I feel about it though. I Wait. think if I wasn't doing the podcast, I would have said I watched it because it would have been like I watched the whole thing. I heard it. I was there listening. Okay. But as a podcast watch now, right? Knowing I'm going to be talking about it and claim to have had some sort of, you know, I don't feel. I didn't feel right. It felt like it started, didn't finish, what? even though technically I did. What we're talking about right here, it's called Stolen Valor. If you mm. logged it. Mm-hmm. If you logged it, it would have been considered Stolen Valor. Wow. Okay, good. So Ooh. I'm glad you brought this Without, up. I'm glad I didn't do it and then bring it up. Right. Wait, so are you saying you didn't finish it? You did not finish the movie. So I did. I'm just saying. But you were just in and out the I'm, entire time. Mentally, I wasn't checked. I was checked out by then. Where I was like, oh. Because the first half, I was really like, I See, love this movie. I'm engaging. I'm thinking. And right. by the end, I was just kind of like, oh, I didn't really. I I this is fully there. this is a good question because this thing brings up a lot of points like when i watch a movie while i'm folding laundry yeah. i'm not always in in the zone i'm not always keyed into the movie yeah. so it kind of does feel unfair if i log it now that being said at the end of the day you're gonna want to bleep this who gives yeah you know sure well the Podcast. But you're talking podcast. That's the thing. Yeah. Again, if I was Home Alone, if or if I wasn't doing a podcast about this, yes, I would. Just a vlog and not thought too much about Because I watched it. I did. It's also funny that you mentioned this too, because I think our last episode, I watched Judas and the Black Messiah. Yeah. Realized I didn't finish it. Okay. When I logged it. Oh. I realized I had eight minutes left. Okay. Which was like mostly credits so i did watch the entire movie there's like a little bit of the end but i was like oh i didn't even finish watching this
0: stolen
1: valor no but i finished hold on let's not throw stones we're in a glass house here yeah um no but it's funny that you brought that up i was like oh yeah i wasn't gonna say anything. so my real question yeah why didn't you finish it? Finish I did like finish it. Like a minute left. I mean, just in that. I feeling. fell asleep. Oh, okay. And then I fr- and then I started a new movie. Completely forgot that yeah, I did. I no, yeah. that's fair. That's fair. That doesn't bother me. Wait. So I guess in general, moving yeah. forward, I probably won't log these. But there was actually two or three movies this week that hit that criteria of like I don't feel right. Like I don't feel like I'd want to talk about this even because I didn't get a yeah. full. Lo- I'd just be like, yeah, I watched it. Yeah, I feel like I was lying. No, I, I like that you're being honest with me. I have a question. I, have a, I want to piggyback off this because – so I have a – it's kind of related. How do you feel about starting a movie one day and then finishing it the next? Oh, fine. Okay. I think it's just part of the game. Yeah, it's just – All the time. I, like, ideally what I would have done mm-hmm. if I was, like, really trying to log this. Yeah. I would have picked it up halfway through and finished it again because okay. like con air so exact for example con yeah. air i watched tuesday we were planning to record it and we just ended up delaying it mm-hmm. again it's just been a busy week but i watched that technically twice this week right again once i watched it and i was so tired that i was like i didn't really pay attention and right. then so for the podcast i rewatched it and took notes and was way more engaged and that's when i logged and so I guess I won't moving forward. And I guess I, this is this is actually really good because it's going to force me to be mindful about my movie watching. Like mm-hmm. it, this, I, yeah, because I, I w- I'll be forced to go, am I watching this enough to talk about on the pod? Like, if right. he wants to talk about this, and I'm like, oh, you know, I actually didn't, I don't remember. No, I name. get that.
0: <sighs> hmm.
1: This is, because now that I'm hearing you and now that I'm thinking about it, part of me is like, you watch the movie. Who cares? Just log it. This is supposed to be fun. It's not homework. But at the mm, same time, true. I like, I like the. Um, this isn't a. Ne- this is a. I like that. This is forcing me to yeah. check myself. So this isn't because I could have just watched. It. I could have just. Brushed to the Uh side is what I'm doing with my hands. Right. Brushing it. Because it also it's like if you're if I'm watching a movie and taking notes the entire movie, pausing the movie, writing things down, am I really watching it? You know what I mean? Like it's the same I don't know. This is a good question. I feel like this brings up a lot of it kind of brings up a lot of like branching off questions. I think it's good to have to I think it's good to be mindful of everything Mm. that you're doing and so movies i think i just maybe this is more of me realizing that i half watch movies sometimes yeah. and that's i used to lame. have watched movies all the time. i mean or is it lame is that we just well movie lame. watching because part of movies dude is that's just on. us that's just that's just our generation everyone's on their phone in the movie theater kayla right, well, you that's, know what do I mean don't get me started on phones in the theater. question i'm a girl. up and well yeah no, okay so when you're at home yeah. and you're watching a movie yeah. say say this the movie you picked right yeah where is your phone it's usually either in my pocket or on a table next to me so it's in it's within reaching for distance sure, for sure are you looking at your phone are you double I, screening so no okay i try not to i'm not saying this as like a gotcha i'm no, just because no, sometimes no. i do it's a habit you no know? no and i'm not sometimes I do. Yeah. In general, I've tried really hard to not be mind, mindlessly mm. on my phone.
0: Okay. So again,
1: just like trying to not be on my phone all the time because okay. I just will, you know, I thought like it's just so easy to get, you lose time. Yeah. I, and, and I just like, it, uh, man, I don't know. It's hard cause I'm like, to, I'm all about like con especially. Hmm. It's comfort food. So that's a movie it's I want to put on and it. just hang out. Exactly. It's not um, a movie you need to sit down and really not always. soak it up. No, yeah. I will say, hmm. this is a great segue, Con Air. I watched it the first time and mm-hmm. I was like, I came in with this attitude of, I've seen this. Yeah. D- double digits Back now. of my hand. I yeah. don't really, like, I'm not going to see anything new. Uh-huh. I could talk about this all day already. Felt weird about it, so I watched it again. I don't want to take notes, right? So I took the notes. I noticed Uh-oh. many things. Interesting. I did that. I never had noticed before. I'm interested and to so hear this, this. This is also part of my thing where I'm like, I need to be paying attention.
0: Okay.
1: So no, but I understand what you're saying. I think because before we started this podcast, I was a mon- I would just put on a movie, watch it, maybe leave the room. Go get something without yeah. pausing. Come back, and I'm still logging that baby. Right. It just—I think that the podcast changes the dynamic, the relationship that I personally have with movies now. Same, yeah. And I think that's the big thing. I—I've said before I don't want pod the podcast to change my viewing habits, mm. but that's impossible. I'm realizing, yeah, it's not. So that now we're getting into some deep emotional territory. I don't think I would have done this podcast unless you ask me to. Okay. I think because of what you said, being very kind of mindful of what you're watching. I'm not someone who analyzes. I would rather, I'd, I'm doing the backup hands up motion. I don't want to analyze anything. Right. Yes. Um, so I think this podcast has really forced me to be like, Hey, why don't you use your brain? Okay. Why don't you think about what you're watching? Really kind of, Put what you've learned and watched in the past into uh, Yeah, what am I going to say about this? Right. What am I going to say about this? I, exactly. Like, do I have an opinion? I'm not telling who has an opinion. watch enough to like... Mm-hmm. To, do I like the characters? I don't know. was I acting good. Mm. Yeah. So it's fun. Yeah. So I guess the answer is I'm not going to log those. I'm only going to log movies that I feel like I could... Hey, okay, now that we've talked about it, I think it's really on you. Yeah. first. Yeah. Ditto. Ditto. Also, no okay. judgment. Okay. Last four. Last four. Who wants to go first? Um, I'll go first. I only have okay. three this week, like I said. So I did watch Showns of the Lambs, and it did remind me of this movie we watched in one way. So I guess I did have a takeaway. Well, away, but you're talking about it. one character in, in particular?
0: Yeah. And yeah. uh, his okay. ending.
1: Oh, interesting. He also just gets to wander off in paradise. Does, like, he, does he get to Lector. roll some dice? Does he get to play some craps? Lecter or the Mar guy? Lecter doesn't play dice at the end. That sounds, I was a joke. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, I see, I see. Oh, okay. uh, I got <laughs> confused. The last movie I watched Let's do it. was The Day the Earth Sit Still, 1951, directed by Robert Weiss. It's got a great tagline, hmm. so I'll just read it. From Out of Space a warning, and an ultimatum. That's awesome. It. That, that rules. Really cool. It was a fun movie. Is this the tagline from Letterboxd? Um, when you go onto a movie on Letterboxd, it gives you a little header, which is usually like the tagline. Yes, it was. I love that. Yeah, yeah, it was. Pretty straight off. We love Letterboxd. Obviously. Really fun movie. Mm-hmm. I've seen the modern one I had with Keanu, oh, nice. which, interestingly enough, was shot. By or actually, the music I think was done by the same guy who did the music for Con Air, the new day. There's still, is it just a bunch of guitars? Probably oh, yeah. what was really cool to me. This movie is ultimately another movie, or maybe one of the first mm-hmm. about not one of the first, but around that first wave, mm-hmm. humans are destroying the earth, and the aliens are basically coming here and they're saying, Hey. You got a great thing here, but don't destroy don't it. Don't destroy it. You're gonna ruin it. Like we can tell you. Hmm. The twist is Uh-oh. there's a robot named Gort, I believe. <laughs> Gort? Yes. Huh. Let me double check. That's his name. It's actually Gort. Kevin. Gort. No. Longer, <laughs> and he's just a big silver, chromed dude. It's on the poster. Is that who? Okay, yeah, holding the girl. Gort. That's Gort. Gort. T. He Mm -hmm. is a interstellar policeman, basically. Okay. And so across the universe, they've established rules about how they can act. Right. And like with wars, because they decided wars weren't good. And so Gort acts as like the nuclear option across the galaxy. So if any planet, Do other planets have Gort's, there's one Gort, I believe, or there are multiple. I can't remember, but basically the Gort is not controlled by anybody. And no, he's, he's own entity. the greatest power in the universe. And so huh. they gave him the power to enforce the rules. They all agreed upon, right. Without anybody who can check him. So if you start to try to build up an army, on your planet, Gort will just literally destroy your planet. And so Earth is gonna get zapped away by Gort. And so the main alien, who's this really great guy, really great guy, okay, is trying to tell us, we gotta Gort's change our coming. game. Like basically you guys are getting entered into our rules now, whether right. you like it or not. Right. So if you're not following the rules, Gort's gonna do what he's gonna do no matter what. So I'm just trying to help you. Mm. He ends up escaping the military, they capture him, wait he's a he's an alien or a military so there's gork who's a robot right and then there's the alien who's just an alien coming to try to help us there's no military now because everybody in the galaxy is peaceful okay I thought it was going to be more war of the worlds where it's Got like it. aliens coming in and just kind of it's more high concept yes and, yeah and and really that like that um, archetype story archetype of the the outsider coming in and be like humans are the worst and you guys are this low species and then realizing that there's all these magical parts of being human that he couldn't recognize as a futuristic alien Hmm. it kind of reminds me of like uh, like green lanterns you know every like world has a green lantern yeah yeah protect it but i should look to see if there are more (laughs) (laughs) Gorts. yeah remember yeah let's let's figure that uh but Really fun and surprising. It's another one I came in kind of expecting a certain thing because, like, I just yeah. watched *Reptilicus*. I told you about that's right about the big lizard, and that's like what you expect. Exactly. The lizard's a big monster. They wake up on accident and mm-hmm. just starts destroying things. You know, humans were dumb to wake up the dinosaurs again. <sighs> we keep waking them up. Stay Let them sleep. Dead. Come yeah. on, guys. We got pictures. Oh boy. So. Just wanted to share that one because I, I enjoyed it and it caught me off guard. Was this another YouTube?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, YouTube
1: movies. Tons of old movies. Lots really really crushing it, the YouTube stuff. movies. So, there's my last four. Nice. So Excited to hear yours. Okay. We're gearing up for Asteroid City. The new Wes Anderson movie. The Y U. Waku. Waku? Cinematic Universe. Thank you. So... I watched The Life Aquatic, 2004, Wes Anderson. Great movie. I have some, some thoughts about it. After that, this might be hinting at something that we do in the future, but I watched Temple of Doom. Following that, I watched a little movie called Bonnie and Clyde, 1967, directed by Arthur Penn. Have you seen this movie? No. Do you know I've... the Bonnie and Clyde story? And the film. I know. it's Okay. Cool. Did you love it? I loved it. Cool. Uh, that for me. And then finally, Con Air. Yeah. ninety ninety seven Simon West. Thank you for watching that. Thank you for suggesting it. Really quick. Okay. Yeah. Life Aquatic. I always thought that this was my favorite uh, Wes Anderson movie. Oh, okay. I still think it's up there. Okay. It's very angsty. It's a very mm. angsty daddy issues. Wes Anderson movie it's yeah. like not too it's not um, someone referenced like doll, like Dollhouse you know how he gets a little like kind of cute and dainty with his like miniatures things like that it's not there yet No, it's close because it has like um, it flirts with that flirts with it definitely love, the, love all the characters love it the Bill Murray and Owen Wilson dynamic it's a little intense I remember watching that and not seeing the like I don't want to spoil anything Go ahead. No, we're, I, what were you say? I was actually thinking I wanted to talk about spoilers too, so we might go back to spoilers. What do just you mean? as a concept on our show because I don't think we have them. Like let's just go spoiler heavy. I think in general, we're all the way I talk about movies. I'm always going to talk spoilers.
0: Yeah, this is a if movie. If we have from, a new
1: movie. We'll be careful about it. But as far as this is a, almost, a, I can do a bigger PSA about this. Okay, but, maybe put in the description. If we're talking about a movie on the show, almost definitely spoilers are going to be intermixed. It's everywhere. almost a 20-year-old like, year old movie. We'll probably start with the ending every time. Right. So I've noticed we tend to start with the ending. Right. <laughs> we do. It's <laughs> <laughs> great. No, okay, but That's anyway. I want to warn people. Owen Wilson's character dies. <laughs> yeah, at the Right. Yeah. Not, like For some reason, Horrifying up until... helicopter crash. Yeah, really, really... really visceral. Really dramatic. Um. So... It didn't knock it down on my on my Anderson tier list. It's still up there. Yeah. But I was like, oh, this is like not one that would I would rewatch. It didn't really give me that that um, butterfly feeling. Does yeah. that make sense? I don't. know. Anyway, no. But not- I loved it. I, I still loved it. I love that movie. I'll say it, it is my favorite. Yeah, for sure. I haven't revisited all of his movies, mm-hmm. but we did revisit a few recently. Co-written by Noah Baumbach. We talked about that That's right. on our That's right. our episode about... Maybe... Interesting. I wonder if that so, plays into it. it. I believe it does. Okay. his The movies Wes Anderson does with Noah Baumbach, he's written Fantastic Mr. Fox as well. Mm. I think just those two, right? They co-wrote. Well, I wonder because I feel like Royal Tenenbaums too you know, had right, any issues. Yeah. You no, know, I'm just saying like... Oh, but just the themes... Yeah. I think the movies with Noah Baumbach co-writing, because mm. Fantastic Fox is also a little darker. Yeah, right. And they tend to have a little bit more heaviness mm-hmm. compared to, let's say, Rushmore, where there are heavy themes, but it's generally treated very lightly. Yeah. And it's kind There's of There's a playful. lot of deaths in Life yeah. Aquatic. There is a there is a ship hijacking scene. That is very also brutal. Which is badass, by the way. It's such a great scene. Yeah. When he goes. It's so, goes, so good. Oh my God. Crazy or whatever. The red eyes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So I like the darkness yes. in it. And I think it actually, I miss Wes Anderson having that balance. That think, angstiness. Huh? Yes, yes. I think it sure. adds balance to his cuteness. I agree. No, I agree. Because I love one thing you mentioned was this movie starts flirting with the, uh, cookie cutter house. What'd you call it? Doll dollhouse, Play, dollhouse yeah. vibe of Wes Anderson, which is a good way to say it. I didn't make, yeah. this movie does mm-hmm. it very well. Because it uses the dollhouse effect of Wes Anderson style, yeah. like the animals are like made out of clay, yes, like or like they'll do the cutout of the boat. You see all yeah. the submarine is mm-hmm. yes. always very much like a set in a storybook. Yeah. Is balanced with this severe midlife crisis depression that Bill Murray is going. This through. like father son, are they? Are they not? Yeah. So there's this really heavy real life darkness yeah. of like his dad abandoned his kid and now mm-hmm. kind of wants him again. Cause he's got money. Bill Murray's character is pretty awful. Yeah. He's yeah, he sucks. in this world of literal cartoony claymation magicalness. So Bill Murray's literally living in a wonderland yeah. as a guy who loves nature and can't enjoy it because mm-hmm. he's just so depressed. And so the contrast of Bill Murray going through like this, like midlife crisis where his whole, everything he cares about is sucks now. Yeah versus this world where there's crayon fish that yeah, literally yeah, yeah. are like 12 colors and bright and vibrant. And there's a big giant shark that swims with big schools of glowing jellyfish yeah, that yeah. it works so well. And his other movies lose that where all of a sudden mm. it's just full cute. And it's like, there's it's lost the the use of it as a tool in the movie other than look how cool this world I imagined is. And it is cool. And that's okay. I just, I think specifically, world or life aquatic right goes a little bit above because it adds this like real like darkness yeah that you feel like when I mean Bill Murray murders basically yeah he kills Owen people. Wilson like he it's his fault yeah like people talk earlier in the movie about the helicopter needing to be repaired mm-hmm. and he's just like so in, like he's he's got major uh, Stockton Rush vibes <laughs> <laughs> His incompetence <laughs> oh God, <laughs> led to death. Real quick. Yeah. Do you think, like I said, almost 20 years, can people start dressing up as Team Zisu for Halloween? In 20 years? No, I'm saying it's been 20 years. Oh, yeah. You now people were, yeah. everyone's doing yeah. it. Oh, it's so annoying. If I saw somebody doing it, I'd be like, yeah. Yeah, right? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I'd be like, ugh. Neither would I. I'm either trying either. not to be cynical. Big grump. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. <sighs> Other than that, Bonnie and Clyde loved that movie. So uh, when when was that made? 1967. Okay, so who do, do you know who directed it by chance? Was I a, almost said Simon West.
0: <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> no,
1: way. Uh, no, his name is Arthur Penn. Also did a new movie um, called Night Moves in '75 okay. with Gene Hackman, who is also oh. in Bonnie and Clyde. Cool. Um, I also did the Miracle Worker in 62 which is a uh, Helen Keller uh, oh, biopic. Oh, um great movie. So Bonnie and Clyde, I think I got it mixed up with Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid where it's kind of where it's kind of um these two outlaws. Actually, I've never seen Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. but It feels like yeah, but I but it feels like I have.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and I just know that there's the the raindrops around that song is in that movie. Which Cassidy? Yes. Is that where it's from? I believe so, oh, Caleb. You're asking me questions that. about a movie I've Sorry. never seen. No, but so I was like, okay, it's gonna be kind of like this kind of um this this tag team duo, these lovers that Rob Banks, you know. Cool, let's boot it up. It's okay. very dark. Okay. The ending it's for a for some reason so, What? I just know how I think their story ends in real life. Well, they so die. See, kill them. They, get they get shot. They're just sitting in a car and they get blasted right by yeah. a machine gun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's horrible. Yeah, the way the way that movie just ends, they get shot. They get ripped to shreds with yeah. these like submachine guns, yeah. and then you it's just done, and then it's just over. Hey, that's kind of like uh, Chinatown, a little bit. Yeah, Where she dies, and then a little it's bit. Chinatown. Yeah, yeah. I, I think for some reason it's sixty-seven, right? So the country was going through. Some tumultuous yeah, t- tumultuous times. Yeah. But for some reason, I was like, "It's the sixties, man, peace and love." And uh yeah, it, w- it was just way darker than I anticipated. I was like, whoa okay, that's it. That's all I got." I was wondering if it was going to be a fun romp, yeah, it's or a serious like drama that got heavy. So there are I some I don't want to watch it now that I know it's super serious. Well, I mean, I would just say the ending was just kind of like so a the rest of it below. does get kind of like a there, fun. There's a scene with um with Gene Wilder is re- it's and he's great, I love he-
0: yeah, he's
1: the best, He's so good, he's the best, yeah, um, and it's like kind of done for for comedic effect or his his he's like in it for like maybe ten minutes, but he's great, all right, well, that was awesome, temple of doom, we talked to indie last week, so i I don't want to get into that, but I'll obviously might be my favorite indie that's not obvious okay here's the thing and i said this when i wrote my review for this movie usually i'll just do a quick little it's usually a joke or yeah. something 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 dumb but my original one was we have to stop letting our dads tell us which movies are bad because this movie That's hilarious because this movie was always told like it's the worst one it sucks who's who's the actress that was steven spielberg's girlfriend right that was that's the the, the one main limit, this yeah. one, yeah, because it's not the same lady. It's in not first right because you go you go from Raiders of the Last Ark, Ravenwood. Is that her name? Yeah, that something right. right. Yeah, she's badass. You know, she can drink herself to not. I was gonna say death. Her intro is so good. She's badass. in that scene. So you go from that to this movie where she's screaming. She's I love know, her in this movie. I too, think though. she's yeah. great though. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That After was looking, one, the, yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, just as I was rewatching, I'm like shame on you dad shame on you this movie is great and she she's she's doing the part she's doing the part it's, that's the character that's which the means they wrote it for her but as a, i'll say this is one as an adult when i learned this was the unpopular one yes i was like this is the best one, one isn't it also, I, this is my favorite one when i was a kid i love the heart getting pulled out fun fact everything in temple of doom in the temple of doom oh amazing. yeah fun fact this is the movie that I believe this is true. This is the movie that created the PG thirteen rating. No way! Is the middle ground that they? I think quite so. I think so. Yeah, that's cool. Um, but no, this movie is great. That's really is there? Cool. Are there problematic parts? Yes, it's a movie from nineteen eighty four. Yeah. There's going to be yeah. Do you care. <laughs> <laughs> no, but are, Temple of Doom is. It's it's fun. Yeah, it's a great I'm movie. A, yeah. So let's take a quick break, and we will be right back for our main feature, Con Air. And all right, well, what a lovely break! Thank you for sticking with us, Con Air. Yes, 1997, Simon West. This was my pick this week. Hmm. And I'm very excited about it. Writer it was Scott Rosenberg. He also wrote Gone in 62 62nd, starring Nicolas Cage. Have you seen that? Oh, I love that movie. Never seen it. Well, I haven't seen it in a long time, I guess. But I loved it because okay, a kid. Real quick. Quick, quick, quick tangent.
0: Yeah, please.
1: Why am I saying what h- way? <laughs> I now understand the cage a This recent Nick Cage re- renaissance. Sure. I was never against him. I yeah. just... Look, I was day one... For National Treasure. Oh, okay? for sure. For sure. Yeah. I love him. I love Racing Arizona. I love Nick Cage. <laughs> what? I, just, I agree. Just completely different movies. I just. I'm like, uh, <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm, like, I'm going to post you. Now. now I'm like, I need to see every movie that he's done. Because he goes. He goes all full. In. He goes full. Yeah, Okay. Time. Which is why, give me a bell. I'm watch listing Gone in 60 Seconds. Do it. Have you seen Vampire's Kiss? Never seen it. I heard that's good. I heard that's great. A lot of uh, Nick Cage memes come from that movie. So it's worth watching just for that. But it is. Speaking of memes. Really great on its own, regardless of memes. Right. A lot of hilarious. Wickerman. He's turned into a vampire. That's basically what it's about. Right. I just imagine Nicholas Cage. I know the premise. Isn't he like he thinks he's a vampire, but it's... it's. Nuance. It's a it's a it's a nuanced ending. I love it. I don't know oh. if he was or not. Oh, interesting. It's definitely mixed. Again, I warned everybody: spoilers. If we talk about a movie, you're going to hear the Who ending. Cares? Not me. I know. I'm just saying. Everyone listening, no one cares. It's just something I realized. Yeah. You got to disclaim. These are all movies that are older than. If us. you don't watch, it's your fault. Yeah. But he also has a hilarious accent in it. In the vampire. Do it. This man won an Oscar, Lisa. I, I've never seen it, and it's like that's a new, good. its like an East Coast accent, like, he, like I'm a Milwaukee do... accent. Like, um, it's—it's it's not even a real accent. He's just doing Wolf. this crazy voice. He has an accent in this movie. Caleb. Why would I go to the beach if I didn't want to get wet? And say I can't do it. Okay, that was—that be... was, was good, Lisa. That was. Where good. are the papers? You know, don't you? Don't you dare cut this out. I know you, you have a trigger <laughs> finger when it comes to editing. You are not allowed to I don't like hearing your... Sorry. Oh, thanks, Danny. We just got a lovely message from Danny Cohen that they support logging with all their heart. Yeah, thanks, live. Really appreciate it. Don't text Ian while we're doing the show. Because... I wanted to boost your socials, Danny. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Danny. Because I'll read it out loud if I can see it. Hey, okay. Danny, if you're listening, and guess what? We'll know if you're not listening. Oh, and here's Alex. I got the cream you needed. Oh Sorry, no. babe. That your butt so itchy.
0: <laughs> busted! I'm busted.
1: Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Thank you. Uh, I'm out of control. I don't know. Tangents. I, mean. I love it. Cross me for each other. I can't help it. Plus, I'm wearing sunglasses. I'm wearing sunglasses. This might be the first episode I listened to. I'm like, holy! <laughs> I'm glad that's on the record now. Yeah. Okay, no. So I want to try back, back on track. So, Sorry. anyway, so good. Vampires kiss another one. Okay, but Scott Rosenberg, writer of this Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, yes. <clears throat> he also wrote the rebooted Jumanji series. Both of them. Have which you is seen so those? Random. Yeah. I haven't seen this. They're a good time. Okay. They're fun. I like Jack Black. They're better than most of the, like, weird forced reboots. The weird which ones? Forced oh, forced reboots. Forced reboots so yeah, why yeah, are sure. you doing Jumanji? But it's pretty good. It's a different it's take, right? I not like, a... Yeah, so they get sucked into a video game this okay. time, but it's... Basically, the game adapts to whatever kids are doing. That's badass. Because it's hunt. you know, it's like, you know, okay. it's alive. I, I retract bad. I don't know why I said badass. That's it's cool. kind of cool. It's okay. a cool concept. Okay. It makes sense. Yeah. The game's like alive, right? From the originals. Uh, okay. Yeah. So. I don't know. I was fine with it. Weird, though, that he wrote that movies. Mm. And that he must have the son of the writer of Empire Strikes Back, right? Oh, Casden, Casden. Oh, I think the Casden kid directs these. Okay, but J'mon I thought J'mon. he co-wrote them as well. Got it. But okay. anyway, and he also wrote. Oh, I'm. F- no, I'm not. I was uh, reading wrong. He also wrote Kangaroo Jack. Okay, funny that you mentioned that, because I that I saw that when I was in band in sixth grade. That was one of our rainy day <laughs> movies, Kangaroo Jack. Weird movies. Very yeah. weird movie. Very. Why does he have a hoodie on it's australia and they make i don't remember them no. but i remember they're just like weird jokes oh, i'm sure like adult humor yeah in a movie about an animated kangaroo with the guy from blackish anthony early anthony yeah Anderson. and then the other i'm trying to figure out who the white guy is i like him why don't you get in my pouch the white guy is a, a weird like 90s like He's married to a supermodel. What what are we doing right now? What, too many tangents. No, this is great. Okay, this is the in person. This hear is the in person episode I wanted. Did you hear what time. I said about the pouch? Did you hear my pouch joke? Yeah. Okay, good. I just thought about okay, you really brush. just so <laughs> brush it off? Yes. And I, in sake, you know what, what? He he he's probably, making money. That's for sure. You know what it is? He's like, I know John Cusack. Yeah. Wait, are you he's sure it was the movie or air. the TV show? Yeah, I know, Caleb. That's why I brought it up. Well, I just want to make sure the audience. <laughs> good that, point. Man. Sorry, I didn't mean to jump on your back on that <laughs> one. The audience might not have watched it yesterday. I love High Fidelity. That's a movie that we should that we should um, talk about. You know what I realized was that when we started this podcast, you and I did a bunch of like kind of test recordings. It was the movie. He might have worked on the show as well. I don't know. Well, yeah, it was a High Fidelity show. Great movie. TV show good. I've never seen it. Is it a show though? It was like a one of those. It was like a one season on Hulu huh. type of thing. It oh, Got canceled. Zoe Kravitz is in it. Anyway. Oh, so it's new. No, yeah. What do you think it was? I thought it was like adapted time. I Paper mean, Moon had a TV show a year after in '74. Oh, okay, interesting. I thought it was kind of like that. Yeah, yeah. No, no, tried no. to spin it. <laughs> Wait, where are you going to say? I was going to say who directed this movie, Caleb? So directed by Simon West. He also directed the music video for Never Gonna Give You Up. Insane. Which is maybe the most watched music video ever now. It started... That is Rickroll. Yeah. so It started as yeah, That you've was been Simon, Simon West, Westing. the director of Con Air. Mm-hmm. So maybe one of the most... I don't know. Watched might directors one of the most in the interesting, world? Also directed, I've Oh, it's crazy. Also directed, <laughs> less interesting but cool, Lara Croft, Tomb Raider. This movie's cool, Caleb. Which makes sense with Con Air. Also saw this movie with my dad. Warcraft croft tomb raider yeah that's a a fun one it's good it's a good movie that's the one with jolie (laughs) jolie (laughs) yeah and uh and a villainous daniel craig wow i did not remember that that's really cool it also has i think i'll watch list that for daniel craig villain you definitely should it's also um oh i'm trying to think there's a u2 song on it when they're when u2 gosh (laughs) is not vertigo u2 song still on my Phone that I don't know how to delete. Okay, well, it's the tooth. Is speaker it really? on my car? That's so, so every funny. time I connect it to the car, it plays that stupid U2 album. Still to this that's like a decade old. I know it's old, <laughs> names, but it's still on my phone. <laughs> Do you remember when they did that? Yes, I still <laughs> my phone. I don't have any U2 on there for other. Well, Joshua so... Tree's. U2 is a good al- out. No, I always just said U2 is a, a good out. U2 is a good pick. I love music.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right. Um, this was shot by a director of photography named David Tattersall. He also DP'd the craziest people worked on this movie. This yeah. is a good reason. Another reason it proves that there's something more going on here. Yeah. He was the cinematographer for the prequel trilogy, the Star Wars prequel trilogy. Oh, wow. Which was a incredibly innovative Movie yes, trilogy for digital cinema, filmmaking. Yeah, the first movie they shot digitally and on film. The second movie and third movie they shot only digitally. But these were the first blockbuster films. Like this was really oh George wow. Lucas is well the yeah he was an innovator yeah yes of, of digital cinema and he does not mm. get enough credit for it. The the digital cinema boom mm. that we got in the like two thousands the aughts was directly related to George Lucas. Pumping money into digital cameras mm-hmm. for the prequel trilogy, it's incredible. So that means yeah. David Dattersall is the first guy to shoot like a blockbuster on digital, digital cinema, digital cameras. Rules. It's really interesting. I wonder if he got that job from this movie, but why would he? Because that was ninety nine, the prequels. This is ninety seven. What do I mean, could maybe George Lucas? recognized his Game. This movie's yeah, amazing. Game recognized game. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. He also shot Green Mile. He also Never shot it. Young Indies series What's while that? he was. Uh, young Indiana Jones. Oh, wow. The Adventures of. He shot that while he was doing the prequel trilogy, which is so random. I'm, he must have Gana That was tech. going on while the prequel. That was the 90s? Late 90s, show? yeah. Oh, interesting. Into the early 2000s. Because that. Oh, interesting. I believe. According to I'm, Did Do you watch I'm, that? I've seen episodes. It's is awful. It good No, I'm, right. Right. I'm going to watch list it. <laughs> <laughs> and he also shot connection the day of the earth stood still with keanu reeves oh wow so that's fun i didn't even know that when i watched the old one also triple x state of the union and badass. speed racer by the wachowski siblings love I that hear movie. that's a badass movie so good okay it was really hated when it came yeah. out because of cgi but we live now in an age where our view of cgi has changed revisiting it incredibly innovative cgi use really really cool use of c- cgi in a way no one was doing back then really mm-hmm. innovative incredibly talented <laughs> filmmakers they yeah that's are, a you know. the sp- matrix they also made what's the crazy cloud atlas co- a crazy movie mm-hmm. it's not good but it's not bad innovative though right is it yeah. based on something they like, made a horrible decision doing yes. characters dressed up as like asian different races yeah because it looks horrible. Super. Horrible. I understand the idea mm-hmm. that we're all one people there, you know, mm-hmm. everybody's the same ultimately, but it looks awful. Yeah. And it's incredibly distracting and cheapens a lot of stuff. But it's, I watch a, that's a movie I'll watch often because mm-hmm. it's Cloud Atlas. Fascinating. Oh, yeah. Big blockbusters that bomb are super interesting. Oh, we should do to an me. episode about that. Yeah, I'd love that. That would be fun. Cool because we could do what's that one yeah, um, i don't know what's that john carter from mars yeah i love john, john carter oh too. frick we should do that we should that's do another an one that's not that. bad but not good either. yeah like, like they I were just like people. trying to franchise as many things as they could yeah and that's um andrew i can't remember his last name but he's mm. a pixar director and that was his big move in action no andrew stanton don't know who. what did he do i believe he did finding nemo oh wow he's an OG Pixar guy. So he was Got involved it. in writing or producing, I and write a few of them and yeah. some of the better ones. Pixar, he might've been involved in, I mean, uh, WALL-E, he mm-hmm. might've been involved in, but it was his move to live action and it bombed, but there's right. really interesting sequences in it. And it, at times it feels like a live action Pixar movie. That was the point. I'm sorry to steal everything that you bring up no this is good okay good you might hear a little thing about me telling you to lighten up a little bit okay good. while you're on your break <laughs> on <laughs> your tea <key laughs> break my adhd gave you a couple of notes kicking, no, <laughs> gonna, <laughs> <my> um, <stimulation. laughs> that's crazy okay so anyway really everybody it, on this did eclectic an yes yeah, and worked for on sure. some really fun movies because Freaking Green Mile is Spielberg, obviously. Young yes. Indy, Spielberg, prequel trilogy, right. obviously. George Lucas, David Urson still don't know, probably nobody. Speed Racer, Wachowski's, mm-hmm. did The Matrix, you know, The Matrix, again, change mm-hmm. action filmmaking. These are all people who worked on Game Changers. The yeah, Game Changers. Yeah. Yeah. So, just really excited when I looked. I expected it to be just like whatever, but yeah. it ended up being super interesting. Starring. You want to talk about who's in this a little well, bit? For, okay, before we... Go ahead, go ahead. Because I want to know. I, I think... I, I I view you as... Now, don't... Don't... Don't get upset. I see you as somewhat of a cinephile. Oh, no. I'm sorry, Caleb. Don't edit this out. You know, do, do, but like no no this that's not that's not a bad word it's no, fine I, you appreciate movies I know you in, mean it in the, the nicest way right what who introduced you to this movie why do you love it so much because there i think this is where I'm coming from as someone who's like con air like back in the day I was like I'm not going to watch con air yeah. I'm going to watch I'm going to watch there will be blood you know what I mean oh, for sure no like very
0: right
1: movie right exactly yeah <laughs> but yeah, very like Poo pooing things that I feel like are, I'm, I, that are beneath me, right? You, however, you're an appreciator of the craft. But who introduced you to this movie? Why did you pick it? What's the case? Because this is the first time I'm seeing this. I have no history with this movie. Yeah. I honestly don't remember. Okay. Well, hold on. No, there's still a story. Okay. Okay. But I remember why. It was just based on. I searched box on letterbox. Uh-huh. I want to see when my first time I logged it is. Okay. Um, but I believe I this was pre-logging movies on Ooh, my own. on-air logging. I like it. So, There's something I want us to be able to do more too is like stop and just look things up. Okay, so I've logged this five times. The first one was August of 2019. Well, was that the first time you've seen it? I don't think so. Okay, but did you see? Did you see it in your youth or something? No. Okay. So this is one literally. It was like cover, or it might have been Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Pause. I got to Turn the air off again. I think. Is that fan? On it's off. Now? Yeah, you turned it off. And you know August, that might be my, the first time I actually watched. It. Okay, interesting. Now that I'm thinking about dates more. But either way, it wasn't it as an adult. It was not okay, I've never seen it. it as a kid. Had no impression of it. It's not one I, mm-hmm. it's like Nicolas Cage. It was probably Nicolas Cage, John Malkovich, and um, Cusack? Cusack on the cover. Because those are all three guys I've had phases. And you're missing one important feature. Dang Bing Rains with the guns, yes, baby. Spread Eagle. Amazing. It's <laughs> a great cover. It's badass. And then <clears throat> it was one. I watched and immediately was like, why isn't this one people are always telling me to watch as like a? Because I I tell people I I like just like dumb, fun blockbusters. This was one everybody should say, Have you seen Con Air? Right. This is the best Michael Bay movie I've ever seen, if that makes sense. It's not Michael Bay. I was going to say, the best Michael Bay movie that's not a Michael Bay movie. Yes. This is the one. For sure. When people who love Michael Bay, Love Michael Bay. This is what I imagine people experience when they say they love Transformers 4. Yeah. Like, I'm like, this is probably what they are getting. Yeah. This, everything is practical. Is it? Well, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I don't notice any obvious CGI. Mm. No, you're right. For, like, planes. Everything Every is plane pretty self-contained. Yeah. seems real. Right. Every, there's incredible shots of these planes flying through the Grand Canyon. Beautiful. And helicopters buzzing, planes. Yeah. And it's all real. And that is just the tip of the iceberg. But that's like, I think what hooked me initially Mm -hmm. was just this incredible practical effects that are uncompromising. The set pieces are amazing. All the action set pieces. The fact that I haven't seen this movie until now is kind of an indictment on me because...
0: I think it's a It's a goodie.
1: <laughs> this movie needs to be talked about in the Library of Congress. This should be in school. Thank you, Caleb. You yes. You're learning movies. Mm-hmm. But you need the movies to teach kids how to have fun watching movies too. Because that's hey, about
0: hey America?
1: Lighten up. Yeah. Right? If you can't watch <laughs> If you can't watch so, comics, wait, okay. so, you might be a redneck. Sorry, <laughs> <God>. what? <laughs> what was your favorite set piece if you could pick one off the top of your head? I'm not prepared <sighs> for that question. Hmm. Yeah, I think I think when the military comes in and they kind of, I, I like I like the whole the montage of them setting up to combat the military forces where they kind of they dig out the plane they they. Um, they uh kind of like build trenches the firefighting stuff that goes when it's on. getting set up for the big ending bingo the big yeah finale. that stuff is good i like all the on the on plane fighting yeah that's great i mean like when um nicholas cage fights the guy in the underground yeah yeah yeah, yeah. the crouch fight yes that's awesome <laughs> no, no but no. caleb real quick my favorite part uh, is him writing letters to his daughter oh, come man. on the beginning The beginning is insane, real quick. Okay, yeah, let's get into it right now. So how does it start? Okay. The very first thing we see. The first, yeah, like, salute, baby. It is a History Channel-esque rundown of the Army Rangers. (laughs) What are we doing here? In the most patriotic No, no hint of political awareness, just pure patriotism. This is the height of... The Gulf War or whatever is going on in 97. We're over I'm there. Doing our our time. men and women are over there, you know. So it starts off with a quick, little quick tidbit on the Army Rangers. And then you see our boy, Cameron Poe, saluting with us. What did he do? Did he graduate?
0: I think he did he's seven. like, or is he returning he's home.
1: home and he's like served that okay. honorably and he's getting now to go be a civilian yes. for a while. He comes home. Where's home? It's mobile Alabama. Comes home on a boat. A weird fan not even a fan boat. But a boat. A little dinghy to meet his pregnant wife. Yeah, who works in a like, like a, a bar. Kind of like, cool cool setup. Yeah, a little bar down by the of water. Vibe, yeah, but gets off the boat, immediately embraces her, kisses her belly, so mm. we now know she's pregnant. Yeah. And far now. along. Significant belly. No. There's no belly, (laughs) Kayla. I'm almost positive. (laughs) She is flat. Well. She's flat as a as flat as you can be. Yeah. Kiss her belly. Then what happens? Well, we do a little panning to three bar flies at the bar, who are real losers. And they immediately confront what's the wife's name? Let's look that up we can call her by her name yeah i should have cast ready i do somewhere yesterday i did um trisha trisha poe is her name right so these bar flies and trisha poe real quick is played by monica potter who's from many things parenthood the tv show though specifically I know her best from, but she's a you'd recognize her probably. But yeah. Continue. So Trisha Poe, yeah, pregnant, married to Nicholas Cage, whose name is Cameron Poe. Cameron Poe. So Cam We're going to be using movie names as much as we can. We'll do our best. Okay, but these three no good bar barflies come over, ask Trisha. What do they do? They just they just harass her. They're harassing her, and you and overhear them ta- talking about how they want to get with her. That's right. That's right. While Nicholas Cage is embracing his wife he's been away from for years. So these are just real nasty dudes. And he this man, this A-hole, goes up to Cameron Poe, calls him Soldier Dick, blames him blames him for the loss of the Vietnam War. Vietnam. Okay, this is twenty years later. (laughs) He says, You guys Hey guy guys like you are the reason we lost Vietnam. Guy, you need to relax. (laughs) You need to back off. He also Okay, this is which actually what I did notice. I do think there's a theme. Yes, this movie reminded me a bit of Rambo. Okay, and I the theme in Rambo is soldiers returning from Vietnam and being mistreated because sure. the war was so okay. popular. Okay, soldiers were mistreated, but then the soldiers were dealing with PTSD and right. crazy things. And Rambo, another movie that actually has some really interesting. Um, I hear it's great political like, yes. society themes. It's more nuanced than you think for, for, and it's telling it's taught. There's some, so it's, right. that's what that's about is about the veterans from Vietnam who were mistreated at home, even though they were dealing with like major trauma from yes. the war. And so this, I think has a touch of that as well. Okay. Cause again, he, he's home from the war and these guys are coming over and treating them like crap. But here's the thing, Literally, though, the fact that they mentioned Vietnam, I think is supposed to be connected to that. So wild. So wild. Also, no one from Alabama so would talk to a soldier. I'm say, sorry. They've been ironed this entire time, and now, now they make the yeah. move? What are we doing here? It definitely felt like it was inspired by him. For back, sure. You know what? They show him up. You know what? They, they probably felt like they thought they... they we had our chance. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I don't oh, know. Crap. Now she's gone. Yeah. But to recap, okay. we start with major patriotism. Yes. Then we go home to this beautiful glowing bar where the wife is a waitress and it's really, really cute and sweet. Yes. It's almost like he Gilmore her. Girls. He, body. he presses. You're yeah. almost in the Gilmore Girls perfect yes. little town. And it's romantic in the music. And then yeah. this darkness trickles in yes. and we feel this like dark yes. in his face. So they come and start what does she say though i thought you i thought that guy was gone well she says doesn't she say like don't like met like just yeah, let yeah, it yeah. be let because it because he it seemed like he has a past history of yes. maybe being a little, a little bit of a fighter uh-huh. which makes sense but the military's changed exactly. so he really so yes she, she does that and mm-hmm. then they leave and he, they're dancing again and she's like i'm worried that you that guy hadn't grown up yet. yes and he's like no baby I've grown up it's just me he has an awesome accent in this he's from he, Alabama he oh. went down there he went down to Georgia to practice his accent really? yeah yeah I like to imagine that this is the same character from Raising Arizona oh my it's god literally the same so guy good. in those movies yeah. yeah in my imagination yes obviously not canon yeah because he has very similar this is our headcanon <laughs> yes yes um and That's so so, funny. so then he ignores that. We go back to romance. They're leaving. It is pouring rain, Caleb. He walks so now. We've got stormy night, yes. pouring rain, danger emotion immediately. This is all happening. This is two minutes of the movie yes. at this point. Maybe yeah, yeah. three minutes. Maybe yes. less. So they they walk to their car, about to get in. Who did, who confronts him? Those bar jerks. The bar jerks, right? And um he tells he tells Trisha, Trisha get in the car. I'll handle this. She says, Cameron, get in the car, buddy. Let's Get out of here. Let's leave. No, we're, nothing good's coming. No. What does he do? He fights. He fights them. He defends himself. Kills yeah. them. He does a the he classic the, the one when you were a kid and so everybody said, ass. "I could kill you." At this, yeah. or you know, this how like, yes. kill. He does that punch and kills them. Close up, close up of the nose. <laughs> Lots. Every big action, not every, lots yeah. of actions repeated in close up slow mo. Really? The 90s cool. slow mo were yeah. Just choppy.
0: Yeah. And it's so good though. You see
1: it a big close up of his nose breaking in, you know, with that mm-hmm. moment. Yeah, it's good. And, uh, well, what happens now? He gets in trouble. And now, there's no witnesses to say that he, because she left, right? She yeah, left the scene to go get to the go and get the bar yeah, guy to help. No one, so they run out and there's a dead guy on the ground. Yeah, Which they know he was defending himself, but the court, how Literally how long has <laughs> like he been? the evening. Insane. Oh, a bar. He gets right in a fight. Man. Cameron, get in the car I, and go home. You haven't even been home yet. Literally home. He's only been to the bar. Crazy. So we cut to court. This is all part of the opening montage. This is the first 10 minutes of the movie. (laughs) He's in court, and the judge says, this is manslaughter. And then, but... Why, Gail? Since you are a trained soldier, you are a deadly weapon. This is what he says. So you can't be charged as a normal human. Read the quote. Not subject to the same laws due to being a human weapon. That is not how it works. That is no. (laughs) Connected to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That's true. Good point. That's wow. what um, Bruce Lee is That's talking true. about. That's true. <laughs> Again, as Bruce Lee said, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> everybody goes to jail. Caleb, jail his lawyer tells him to take a plea. <laughs> yeah. And no. I think his lawyer tricked him. What do we do? Because the lawyer's there sweating. Yeah. And the judge is like, but since you're a human weapon, I, we can't, I can't punish you the same. You have to be punished on a harsher scale. So now he gets what? So he he got, got lawyered. Yeah. He got lawyered. What does that mean? Which what? is, well, I just mean the lawyer played him. No, the yeah. Lawyers wanted law to oh, get a plea yes. deal and get the case done with, but then the plea deal backfired. So it goes from like, what? Maybe like one, one to different. three years to like seven to nine or something, yeah. right? So, so he yeah. goes to prison. He's in prison now, Caleb. Yep. And so that's where our movie actually begins. Yes. Is him being done with prison. Yeah. And so we get all that. He's going home to his daughter who's turning six or seven. Turning six years old, I think. That's Wait, what? what? Says. The daughter's turning six. Yes. So now the movie started. Oh, oh, I see what so you mean. I was saying that was all intro. Yes, yeah, yeah. So, so now that, it's like six years. That old. roller coaster but was just the intro, and after, so once he's in jail, slap Con Air? or is it even later? No. When we get the well, title? so good question. I don't I think know. It's after. He's but they give home. you, they give you, they give you some, some intro, right? Yeah. They give you him being in prison. He's establishing a relationship with his daughter. You get a beautiful montage of him. Excuse me, of him writing letters to his daughter. She's writing yeah. back. You get oh, great voiceover. Skip that. You got yeah. home about the letters. You were so excited about the letters with the daughter. Well, it just you just get voiceovers of him being dear. But it's adorable. Yeah. So what I'll say then, I thought you were going to jump in. On I'm sorry. <laughs> Was that he's the sweetest dad. He talks about prison being like her school in a sweet way, though, where she's like, "I hate this kid at school." Uh-huh you know i don't want to go and he's kind of like well we have recess here but it's a little different he says see. he says school is very important yes but he's comparing his, her life to his and he's telling her <laughs> to stay in school mm. it is very sweet it just sets him up this movie is everything is unfiltered oh it's great so nicholas cage is the good guy so he is this is setting you up heart yes he is un. There's no there's no compromise in yeah. Nicholas there's no moment where you're like oh is Nicholas Cage going to be do the right thing. Yeah. Nicholas Cage is undoubtable he, no, his he's the hero. is getting home. Yes. He's not he's pure of heart. It at the beginning a little bit of an arc with it. No, I'm saying like yeah he wants to go home but he's also a stand up citizen and yes. no, no soldier left behind. Yeah, oh yeah. Right? He's, he's an Army he's Ranger. A tarf, yeah. No, but there is a so during the letter montage, so you get a voiceover from Cameron Poe and Trisha Poe, who is, or no, excuse me, Casey Poe, the daughter. Uh-huh. And there's one letter where Casey just says, it's like a sentence, Caleb. It's like, I hope everything's okay. That's the letter. She sent a letter that probably took two weeks of just, just of nothing anyway. Uh-huh. This is also where we meet a character name. he establishes a relationship with Baby O. Odell, played by. McKelty? Yeah. McKelty Williamson, who is in Forrest Gump. Yeah. Did not know that. Never seen that movie. uh, He's Bubba. Yeah. So he's Bubba Gump. He's Bubba. And how do they meet? What does he do? What does he give him, Caleb? Do you remember? In Bubba Gump? No. Oh, in this? He gives him a pink snowball. Yes. From Hostess. Yes.
0: Brand. And then what's
1: the big character? What's the big character set piece with Baby O? What does he need? Oh, insulin. Oh, he's He's diabetic. He's diabetic. Can you still do
0: that?
1: A snowball. Uh, Well, you can still yeah. Depending on what your blood sugar is. Okay. Because if you have low blood sugar, you can eat sweets. I just thought that was interesting. I did too. I didn't catch that, but that's a great catch. So Poe is a good guy. He's a full good guy. Yeah. The bad guys are basically video game bad guys. Mm. Like literally they're introduced... (laughs) Somebody reading their yes, stat they have sheet. they have nick every criminal has a nickname and they get close ups. Yes, it's, they're they're being loaded onto a plane or loaded off a bus onto a plane and they literally shoot it like they're athletes that they're yes. talking about coming into a game where it's like let me name off some first basement yeah let me name off yeah, some please nicknames. okay diamond dog we got Nathan Diamond Dog <laughs> Jones played by Dean Rames. again these are all be read off on like a clipboard. And it's then so their weird. stat sheet. So, being Rames is, yes. a, is oh, yes. a black nationalist. Actually, bombed an NRA event. This is the best scene. This is people. the best scene where John Cusack lists all the criminals and their list of what they've done. Because there's a so there's a DEA agent who's going undercover on the plane. So they're giving him the load, That's right. But that also gives the audience the That's lowdown. That's right. That's how they yes. justify it in the yes. movie context, right? Then you have Dave Chappelle's in this movie. He plays Pinball Parker. You have John Malkovich, who plays Cyrus the Virus Grissom. You have Steve Buscemi, who plays Garland Green, a.k.a. the Marietta, the Marietta Mangler. You have Nick Chinland who plays William Billy Bedlam Bedford. You have Denny Trejo, who's very problematic, plays Johnny 23. <laughs> very problematic. Yeah. And then you have M.C. Ganey, who plays a character named Swamp Thing. <laughs> fantastic I mean, I swamp thing love swamp thing i don't know that physical name yeah it's bad it's, bad. it's bad. badass it game-y? gamey or gaming? gamey gamey, game-y. Yeah. Cool so great names yes and they it's really dark so johnny 23 it's played by danny trejo yeah and they're Basically, they they talk about a lot of really dark, evil things these people have done. Yes. They're all horrible. horrible. They're being, but all these printers are going to maximum security prison. Right? We should let them know why they're yes. going to Yeah. Okay. So they're basically, <laughs> mo- they're building a new prison. Yeah. Right. Instead of driving these criminals, they put them all on a plane. Right. They're all being moved to this high security prison. But yeah. there's also a couple people that are just going home, a.k.a. Cameron Poe is just hitching a ride. Yeah home right he's he's on he's he's getting out of prison he's going home he gets a ticket on con air along with baby i think baby o is being uh just relocated relocated to just a, he has a bit more time right he says i hope i get one of those someday. yeah right so that's that's our set that's why everyone's getting on this prison you have all these criminals going to this new prison is going home right Oh, also, what they're another thing—they're going to—they're going. Oh God, we're getting off track. <laughs> but they're going to go pick up more criminals, Caleb. Yeah, so they're yeah. making a layover. Yeah. That's why the DEA, the DEA officers, on the plane because there's a drug lord that they're going to go pick up. He's in. A, he's from a, a crime family. That's from right. Mexico. He's not the drug lord, but he's part okay, of it. And so they're hoping the DEA agent will be able to talk to him. Because the drug lore the drug family guy is very talkative. Yes, He's very verbose, loquacious. Yes. Oh, nice. Well, I'm, that's a joke from the movie. Oh yeah, John Cusack. It was when the he, dictionary guy? Like, well, the would be more. We accurate. know, we know. John Cusack is the as a is a uh, good cop because the first scene that we see him, they do like a pan up from his feet to his like his whole like full body frame. He's wearing sandals with socks. Did you catch that? <laughs> Sandals with socks. I can't believe I did it. Actually. Yeah. Um, are they- <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh this movie is really so good. Yeah, it's so, really, really good. <laughs> broad. So, broad strokes, let's go. There are people being moved, the worst criminals in the world. Yes. Literally, mass murders, mass yes. rapists. Yes. Being moved from one place to another. Yes. We have Cameron Poe on that plane, mm-hmm. who's a good guy being moved with them. Yes. On this move, John Malkovich's character, yes, the, virus, Cyrus the virus, has planned a getaway. Yes, he's planning to hijack this plane. And he's collaborated with Diamond Dog. And multiple criminals. So there's a bunch of criminals on the plane. So basically the criminals take over the plane and yes. they're gonna get away. Yeah. Poe gets stuck in this and he's a good guy trying to get home to his kid, but he's got to stay with the criminals. He's trying he's to happy. play a low key, right? He's trying to be low key by dispatching these criminals, but without also letting them know that A, he's a former army ranger. He has a past. Mm-hmm. And B, he he just he just wants to get home. And broad. Yeah, just broad. broad. The biggest reason he's staying on the plane is because his buddy, Baby-O, is diabetic and needs insulin and will die if he leaves him, essentially, for reasons. Whatever. That is the main plot of the movie. Poe's trying to get home to his family, and he's stuck with all these criminals, and he's got to see it through Mm -hmm. to save his friend. That's right. Everything else fits under that. Now. Let's go nuts. Let's go nuts. You have so many notes, Caleb. I I think you need to take the reins on this. (laughs) Let's do your best notes. Okay. Pick your favorite notes. So mine will end up being kind of chronological because that's how I did them. I was just watching the movie and writing things I was thinking down. Best Michael Bay movie. I said that. Bad guy intros are awesome. Like bosses in a video game said that. Doing a good job without looking at them. Good job. Okay. uh, No. Great line. Yes. John Malkovich asks somebody shit, no, maybe it's Dave Chappelle. Somebody asks somebody, do you know who I am? Do you know what I am? They're uh-huh. murder. And then Nicolas Cage says Ugly all day. So good. So he says, Do you know what I am? Trying yeah. to scare him. Yeah, yeah. And then Nicolas Cage just goes, Ugly all day. I think that might have been uh um, Malkovich, but I don't remember. No, I think you're thinking Billy Bedlam. I think that's Billy Bedlam. Which is which actor. Someone I think that's the one they does the crouch fight with. I'm pretty oh, sure. Oh yeah, curly haired guy. Yeah, I think so. Okay, cool. When they take over the plane. Badass. The, the virus, Cyrus, points the gun at the pilot. Oh, so good. And the pilot's like, you'll have nobody to fly this plane if you shoot me. Yeah. And the virus goes, I never think that far ahead. So and good. And the guy gets really scared and does what he says. Yeah. Because he believes him. It's Great funny. Malkovich performance. So good. So good. It's funny because he did have a plan. He had already thought that far ahead. They had another pilot that's Wait, right. He wouldn't have been able to fly the plane without him then. Right, but it's just oh, a good. funny line because yeah. he was lying. He yeah. literally had it. But it helps with hard. his with yeah. his. Uh, In that moment, it was mm-hmm. right. He wants people to think he, he wants some to use the he virus. He's the virus. Yeah. Come on. So I thought that was just like a funny. I was like, oh, that's good. He lied. I, I mentioned that there were things I noticed this viewing that I had never noticed before. Each bad guy is killed in a way that's connected to his origin like how does the virus that one i can't connect yeah okay but but there are a few that are very specific so the being rain's character damn dog bombed an nra event
0: yeah okay yeah so he's kind of like
1: a black panther Yeah, yeah yeah but how does he die um i don't remember does he get bombed sort of he's on the fire truck and oh Poe okay. lets his motorcycle that's right that's right, right, that's right. and it explodes it. majorly so he dies in an explosion he murdered people in an explosion interesting the swamp guy they keep mentioning he's the swamp guy mm-hmm. the he's in the fire truck cockpit which gets flooded by john cusack and he drowns in it they oh. don't show it but that's the last time we see him and okay. maybe it, it crashes but the fact he's in a little car filled with water, sure. and they keep mentioning he's the swamp guy, thematically connected. Okay, so they and my how this connects to the water is at the beginning they have this awesome sequence of people being introduced, and they make it fun. Yes, and you go, oh, that's fun, but it's just a little it's, fun thing. But they but actually pay it off and connect it. So right. they thought, hey, what if the these there's context to it? Yeah. I think we need more big set pieces taking place in Las Vegas.
0: Yeah. What do you
1: think about that? It's funny. We, me and my wife talked about that and noticed it. Um, and we, she mentioned a few other movies from that Ocean's era Oregon. that had oh, finales in Vegas specifically. Honey, I blew up the kids. Mars Attacks. Mars Attacks, good she one. She had another one that I can't remember. Okay. But I wonder if it was a phase. There was a, fa- a, fad, a phase of a fad sure. that will come back. Cause it's fun. I'm hoping like, it's so this, much fun. This one they plat they crash the Con Airplane, which is a big military jet yeah. on the Las Vegas Strip, and it destroys the Hard Rock Cafe, Sands, Sands Hotel, Hotel. Or the Sands Hotel. Which it's great. Which that was actually prepped for prepped to be demolished, and they're like, "Hold on, can we use Wait, so that?" Was all real. That was real. Wow. So that all that was it was going to be demolished anyway. They're like, "Can we crash this fake plane?" That's incredible. It? Isn't that awesome? Yeah. We don't do stuff like that anymore. (laughs) What's wrong with America? I wonder. I wonder if the. um, I mean, Tenet kind of did that where he crashed the never seen it seven forty seven into a plane for real. Good for him. Okay, into a building. You never saw Tenet? I tried and I got a little confused, but okay. Um, hold on, hold on. Oh, this is also a movie that I think, and I could be wrong, I think this is what started the the trend of slowly walking away from explosions. <laughs> when was Bad Boys? Oh, oh, that good point. I don't know. What, it, it might be after this. Interesting. Because you have Cameron Poe, and then you have Cyrus and the Virus, and the gang walk in from, walking, uh, walking from... Walking... Yeah. When they blow up. Oh, interesting. I high. hope... Blow up the, well, this is a Jerry Bruckheimer movie. <laughs> yeah. Who also did Bad Boys, so uh, this could just be a Bruckheimer be. special. Now that I think about it, Let's see. Bad Boys '95. <sighs> a little before. Yeah. They, they have the cover with it too. Dang it! So this is probably boring a little bit. Yeah, the Bad Boys is a great movie, so that's okay. For I mean, again, Jerry Bruckheimer movie. Yeah. Um, oh, okay, I have some nitpicks. I have one actually. Okay, can I just? Can we touch on it now? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so like we said earlier, Dave Chappelle in this movie, small part. He actually improvised all of his lines in this movie. <laughs> oh yeah, God. all of his lines are improvised. He's, he's Yeah, hilarious. he's great. Um, and he ends up dying mm-hmm. throughout the uh, at some point in the movie, he ends up dying. He his body is left on the plane. Cameron Poe is trying to get a message to Larkin. Agent Larkin, played by John Cusack, yeah. Because at some point in the movie Larkin knows that he has kind of an ally on this ally on this plane. They're trying to trying to um, kind of communicate, right? He writes a message on Dave Chappelle's corpse that basically tells them where they're headed, where the plane is going to land, so they can refuel. Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. He then and he knows they're being followed by DEA agents, so he's like, okay. I'm going to write a message on this corpse. I'm going to drop it from this plane. They're going to find the corpse, and they're going to know where we're headed. Yeah, the plane is what like sixty thousand feet in the air. However, you know, high planes get. <laughs> he drops the body, Dave Chappelle's body. You get a really cool scene mm-hmm. of him like kind of slowly falling, hits a car caleb the body should have exploded that body's intact you can read the message on his shirt that you can recognize dave spell you reckon you yeah okay that's that's it that's all i got i like that okay i guess i never he should have exploded I, yeah right he should i have guess exploded. in my mind he looks so much like a plastic dummy that oh, yeah of course <laughs> No, oh, never, I see. Literally, I never even thought past that. I was like, oh, that's it what? just looked like, like, it, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. you're right. It just never even occurred to me that an actual human body would pop. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. That's fair. That would stand out to me now. If I watched it like fresh, I'd probably yeah. And then, and that's also awesome. very small. No, 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 no yeah. That's, that's not not take takeaway. I just I thought, decided, you know, it's yeah. a thought. It's a note. I had my phone. You I like know, it. I thought I'd bring it up. I like
0: you it. Know.
1: I like it. I like that scene in general. It's great. That's because uh, that's right before. That's during the Crouch fight. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Oh no. Before wasn't it? No, because that's oh, when okay. they. That's when they're going down to lower the landing gear, and they make Poe do it. Oh, got it. Yeah, I like. Like I said earlier, I like the idea of the consequences because. This is not a movie, like like uh, looking at it, uh, what's the word? Um, oh, what's the word? It's on the surface? Yes, like on the no. surface it looks just- Sternally? Yeah, on the on the surface it looks like a corny action movie. And to some extent it is. But then in also- In the best way. In the best way, yes, yeah. right, thank you. In the best way it is. And <clears throat> also, like you said, there are like nuances and themes in this movie that you kind of only pick up once you've watched this fantastic movie nine to twelve times. Yeah, right. Or if you're smarter than me, sooner. Okay. There, well, there's layers to it that you, layers. There's to more it, yeah. to dig to catch for sure. Yeah. Um. um yeah. So just basically. Um, was the majority of themes that you were noticing were they the like was consequences the major one? Like, yeah, yeah, and just things m- mattering that um, you wouldn't think would. and, yeah. and to me, it's a th- more meant to be a theme in the film of, um, just I mean, like at one point he mentions John Cusack's character mentions treatment of prisoners being a reflection mm. of the society. Dostoevsky, he says Dostoevsky yeah. is part of his quote. I wouldn't have known that um, on my own. Um, but I think that's a like kind of a the theme. And so, again, they mentioned how most of the people in this movie are morally compromised, except yeah. for a few with real personal integrity. Um, Cameron Poe. Poe, Baby O, and then John Cusack, really, in my opinion. Almost yeah. everybody gets burned when they cut a corner or try to do something they shouldn't like the DEA agent brings a gun on which he wasn't supposed to and ends up getting shot. Again, all of the bad guys, or most of them, their deaths are connected to their crimes. Um, no, There are a few more, if I could really fast. Yeah. I was going to say, cause the consequences I have, I have, a. Uh, go ahead. Dave Chappelle lights a guy on fire and then that guy leaves him behind. Oh they yeah! He's chasing the plane. And he goes, hey, yes. "Hey, and The guy goes, and that's oh, how he gosh. ends up dying because he gets mm-hmm. caught on the plane. Yep. Yeah, so well, that leads to his death because he set the guy on fire for well, for a reason, right? Basically, no reason. The treatment of the prisoners, how they mistreat the prisoners, allows the prisoners to get away with their that's, thing because, because as yeah, they beat them and they have them all tied up and they not can't talk and so yes, nobody can warn about what's happening, which is karma. Um, that's true. That's yeah, good point. Um, DEA they say is the most crooked and in the movie we see them being willing to kill their own men they get their own guy killed by giving him the gun they say that they're willing to shoot the plane down to cover up their own mistakes Mm -hmm. when they kind of made this all happen so they're willing to kill Poe who's at this point a free innocent man to cover up their mistakes yeah there are lots more what were you going to say did you notice some? well I was going to say Garland Green what's his well that's what i'm saying gets away oh yeah which he's the steve buscemi character yes which you can argue he's actually has he come to the light because there is a scene where he interacts with the young girl and they have it's almost like uh they they set it up as like oh he's gonna he's going to kill this girl there's definitely tension there oh for sure yeah for sure and they even they even like lay it like on the table when you see like was it like a the stuffed animal and like the doll, some the doll, the doll yes heads off, exactly and you're like no she's done yeah. he's dead but he gets away he's he plays he plays dice at the end of the at the end of the movie yeah so that's the silence of the lambs connection yeah. in general and then the fact that they both have like happy endings essentially mm. yeah his so i i think he's actually not evil he's like definitely evil as a human but i just mean more as a story archetype he there's a great scene you you like needle drops one of my favorite needle drops sweet home alabama on the airplane while they're flying to mobile alabama huh, i wonder why they picked that song <laughs> and steve buscemi's character is the one who acknowledges the irony yeah of a bunch of idiots dancing on a plane to music by a band that was killed in a plane crash right and i guess that doesn't make him moral he just doesn't seem like well what's he his ex- has justified his choices what's his justification doesn't he say like yeah. oh i'm crazy i'm crazy compared to the people that work nine to five in an office building in a Until cubicle and i'm the crazy one get to the toilet right yeah exactly yeah. yeah yeah exactly and so so he's I, I viewed him not in the same way as like like he's a foil of yes john malkovich where john malkovich wants to hurt people and to create damage steve buscemi is just doing his thing and he just yeah he doesn't he has a line i forgot what it was it was like basically like he he doesn't kill for pleasure he kills because he's like most um, crimes are crimes of necessity yeah what does he say but the good ones bundy a few others they kill his heroes uh yes exactly (laughs) they kill uh for uh for the fun of it, yeah. I think is what he says. Okay, I think yeah, that's what it is. And so he's like, views it more like a game. and He's, he's like, I'm not having like, fun, but it is, it's like a job for me. Well, and, and right. just know that he's not doing it out of passion oh, okay. or logic, even. He's doing it just purely because he wants to, it's an art to him. Uh-huh. So I don't know. That doesn't justify it, but I guess. <clears throat> in the way the movie represents them, it feels to me that he's represented more as a person who's living by his own moral code. Yeah. Where the other people are, uh, they are hypocrites. They are, they are just greedy ultimately Mm -hmm. and they justify their greed in weird ways. But like the, the guy who bombed the NRA event, it's just a horrible person. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's like trying to eat people in this movie, I think. Like, I think at one point he's like biting somebody. Um, but they also mentioned that he's been on, um, or That's right. <laughs> Which, and his book is being optioned for a movie, uh, where Samuel Jackson, I think is going to play him or Denzel's Denzel. Denzel Washington. <laughs> diamond, yeah. Dog. Yeah. Yeah. Um, diamond dog. Yeah. He's going to play diamond dog. And so again, he's like, society has lifted him up as like a moral bad guy. Right. But in reality, in this film, I have no commentary on real life. Do you know where your heart's at? I don't know anything about him. Um, In this movie, he is just a horrible (laughs) monster. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. So yeah, just consequences in general. If you watch it, you'll see lots of little things. Um, the car, the guy who's an asshole,
0: his it's car correct. ends up
1: getting lifted up by a plane and smashed into a... Poetic oh, justice, yeah, you love to see it. His, his ass kicker car. Yeah, it, it's funny. He So that's uh, Agent Duncan Malloy, played by Colm Meany. He's awesome. He's awesome. He, he's also the worst person in the movie, and he's not even the criminal. He's just <laughs> the he's slid- such yes. a shitheel. I uh-huh. hate him. He's the worst. He's the worst. So, they're trying to find. They're trying to find. Um. Uh, Vince Larkin, Agent Vince Larkin, John Cusack's character, and they're like, I don't know, like, where is he? Where is he? And Duncan Malloy's like, he's probably saving the rainforest or something. Like, just an asshole, dude. He sucks. He's the worst. Just his like hatred towards John Cusack as an intellectual. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he, John Cusack's like not even like John Cusack looks like more like a rat boy maybe vibe like he is He's very smart. smart in the movie but yeah. his, he doesn't like put off like a snooty vibe really not more than the guy who's driving a well, like super nice sports car he sized him up once he saw the socks and sandals and he just <laughs> he had a, I'm yeah i forgot about that yeah i wouldn't have liked it either guess okay so he filmed this movie right nicholas cage right he bulked up oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah sorry yeah so so he films this movie he wins an Oscar before filming this movie. Guess what movie he does right after this one? Like literally, I believe it was the next day. I don't know what movie came after. I can't think of what it would be. Was in sixty seconds? No, that's like early. That was like two thousand. Yeah. What is it? Face Off. <laughs> he does Face Off after this movie. <gasps> that's wild. Nineteen eighty-seven, *Raising Arizona*. Oh, wow. wow, I was thinking that's like nineties. Time. insane and it's like he like doesn't he just same same character
0: i've so never seen like,
1: face off neither have i <laughs> <laughs> i've never seen it it's so, watch listed movie but week? but i know i know the movie yeah like i I i know about i know what the movie is yeah did you watch his latest movie not renfield i want to watch that one still the one know. with pedro Pascal. To- that one yeah, I haven't the seen it. Unbearable way to pass. Yeah. It. It's pretty fun. I have a watch listed. Did you like this movie, Cam? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you like it? I loved it. Would you watch it again? That's a good. That's that's a discussion for another time. I think just about rewatching movies in general. I think I might need some distance. Yeah, that's fair. But good. yeah, definitely I would cue it up. Um, it's not unrewatched. No, it's really not really. one of be like No, 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 not at all. Not at yeah. all cool. No, yeah, good. No, I love it. I hope um, it brings you more in, in the future <laughs> just brings me more i will pass this oh, down to my children it. yeah really <laughs> yeah you know what it, you know what it did do it got me more excited about the nicholas cage filmography because i watched like kind of the heavy hitters you're raising arizona's your national treasures yeah. of course it made me more interested to watch kind of the lesser known ones. yeah and there's some new ones he's done a lot of those low budget yes. weird movies that yeah it's true those mandy are and fun. pig uh-huh. were yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna watch list i think every single movie on his on his filmography, I think wow. over time or in the near future. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Well, maybe maybe we'll maybe forget about it. But <laughs> we don't have enough time in our lives to be snooty about things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. Why? Why? Why do you care? Why don't no, I don't know? I mean, just the to the anybody. Yeah. Why do you care about like what do, like, like what you're are we doing it? it? Yeah. Join it. Why? Yeah. Exactly. What else? yeah totally so who's snooty who's snootin who's snooping no nobody's snooping or snooting but i'm just saying like that you know people are like oh like ghost. yeah yes, exactly right. yeah come yeah. on so you mentioned steve buscemi yes and the girl for a quick moment mm-hmm. and how that connected to him murdering the other girl and driving with her head, yeah. I <laughs> didn't know that that was a girl. That's, I'm pretty sure he says a young girl because wow. then it connects that's, directly to Cameron Pogo, right. his daughter. Where he's hmm. yeah. So was that scene where? So he's in an abandoned. It's like a trailer park, right? Trailer park, yeah. and then an abandoned apartment mm-hmm. that they he, next in, they, to an airfield. What? Yes. Very everything in this movie is so dreamy. Was that real? It feels like a dream. Do you, i have a theory but i want to hear your thoughts the, i don't have a thought the, the only reason <laughs> i would say she is real is because we get a shot of just her waving by the plane that's the only reason me too okay Other if that wasn't that, there then for sure she's a ghost it's some, or some manifestation of the subconscious. exactly i almost wish that the ending scene instead of him playing like at the roulette table that's he so was good. like he was at like a like a group meeting or something, they were like they're all like in chairs, like talking about something, <laughs> and then he gets to he gets up and talks about his the addiction or something. He, exactly. <laughs> that would have felt a, more gratifying in terms of him kind of I turning like, a corner. Like anyway, so they were gonna do a sequel. Oh, to no this way. movie, yeah, they were gonna do a sequel, Heart but thinking. guess where? In Mexico, to no. Canada, think no. higher, New York. Oh my God, Alaska! In space, <laughs> they're gonna do a sequel in space. They obviously did not do that. Oh, what was it gonna be called? Just Con Air two? Con Space? I don't which know. Thing. But my question to you: If there was another sequel, uh-huh. which what is the vehicle? I was gonna say. It has to be a spaceship if it's in space. Or you were saying anything. Anything for our picks. Yes. Well now I want a submarine. Con tank. Movie. I knew I was gonna say that too, but <laughs> you gave me any vehicle. <laughs> it would be awesome. I love submarine movies unironically. Uh, yes. Un- I agree. No, no, I agree. I agree. I think I think Actually, con I think you need something that's like closed space. Conflict intention. It'd be a lot you- of drama The plane. Yes. I mean, in a submarine. I'm sorry. Yeah. Less cool vision. I, mean, you cool I still think it might be cool. Yeah. Also, you ha- you're underwater, right? So you're incapacitated not only by the submarine, but you're also underwater. I, mean, I think Conbus. you got to go back to yeah. that. Conbus con could be both close. I mean, car I feel like we've been in the speed territory. Yeah, good point. It's a pretty similar idea. Um, no, there's no reason not to revisit the speed concept. Ooh, I got one. Con Zeppelin. <laughs> that's good. That's good. I mean, then you can do planes again. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I forgot it's in the air. But the main thing you <laughs> do is a turn. Yeah. And it's full of hydrogen. So you light a match and on that silent. thing, you're done. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, you could do cool stuff still, though, because you could do fights on top of it. That's true. I mean, um, Uh, Rocket Man did some great Zeppelin stuff. Rocketeer. Rocketeer did some great Zeppelin stuff. He was a Rocket Man. You're not wrong. (laughs) Rocketeer. I think we should read some reviews. Yes. Because some of them are very, very funny. Some quick reviews. Again, these are reviews from the Letterboxd community. They'll uh, be a mixture of good, bad reviews. Good and bad reviews. But I think all these are good. Because everyone loves this movie. So, starting off with... (laughs) This is from username Ethan. They gave it a three and a half star review. And all they say is, permission to rename COVID Cyrus the Virus. I think that's funny. That's good. That's good. I like that. Grooveman, five star review. And they say, is there a six star option? Grooveman, I agree with you. I agree with Grooveman. A lot of these are pretty on the nose. I mean... Oh, this one is from username KYK, four-star review. And they say, wow, need a gif of Nick Cage beating up the guy and yelling, don't treat women like that. I do uh, like that, yeah. Oh, we didn't even talk about the memes. Again, so pure. Oh, so many great memes. I mean, the meme is him getting off the plane with the kind of like the sun hitting his face. Wind blowing his hair a little bit. So like good. Like a dog closing his eyes yes, in the sun and smiling. But I, I just think anybody who likes... Independence Day, Armageddon. Oh, this is totally weird. I mean, if it's you've like seen those movies and you haven't seen the this, The cost of of those to me. It's just so much. It's like the ultimate version of that kind of experience. 90s, Bad Boys, Bad Boys 2. Yeah. Oh, I was just, Face Off, probably. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. No, Face Off, definitely. Fix This vibe. Oh, I mean, I sure. go with Nick Cage, for sure. It's bonker. I think it's more, I think it's more. more a, drama. though. Um. Okay. Yeah, there's some dramatic beats, but I think Nick Cage and John Travolta are just kind of going full throttle, faces, right? So face off. Yeah, should be called face <laughs> swap. But um, I can't believe I haven't watched. I mean, based on concept alone. I can't yeah, really yeah. Have watched totally it yeah, yeah. It's totally up your alley. Yeah, I'm saying it as as, as if I've watch seen this. it, and I've might have already watched this, scene, but if not, watch this. Scene there. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. So this. Is gonna be for our 10th episode. I think I prefaced this. I think I called you and I said, Caleb, we're getting ready for this movie. There's a lot of, I think, shared history is the. Uh, yeah, you yeah, yeah, did tell said, me what it was. Say what it hinted was. a lot. But once I, I said I that, I was like, am I correct in there being. I'm pretty sure we saw this in the movie theaters together. I, I, I'm almost positive. Okay. Here we go. Okay. An epic. Of epic, epicness, Caleb. Oh, don't tell me. We are watching. Actually, can I cue something I up? Hold on. Can I cue something up? Yeah, yeah. Okay. We yeah. are going to be watching. I'm... My hand is shaking. I'm so nervous. Hold on. My lid, My hand is shaking. Why is my hand shaking? I haven't eaten all day. <laughs> I don't want this to be too loud. because I'm gonna place on the microphone. Okay. We are watching. 2010. Oh yeah, good. Put on the headphones. 2010s, directed by. We are going to watch Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. You're basically doing our intro. This is like that's true. Yes, yeah, Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> that's actually why they said that because this is the idea I had. It's, yeah, it reminds me of this. Yes. Fun. also oh, that song though. Yeah, I'm excited to watch I this. Recommend Right? Brie Larson? she Larson? She, she, I, I can barely tell it's her. In this uh, movie? Uh, oh, she! I'm excited. <laughs> Creep. Right. Okay, so I think I'm going to be doing these once at, before every record. I'm going to ask our Instagram audience, Instagram followers, to uh, ask us a question we'll answer on the pod. And this comes from our dear friend Andy. who's on the pod. And he asks, what movies do you think are overrated? Uh, Let's just do one each. Okay, give me a sec. Okay, I'm going to do mine then first. Okay, go ahead. So this is one that I watched recently. I saw it in the theaters. When I saw it in the theaters, I loved it. I was like, this is amazing. It's a ma- not a masterpiece, but like gorgeous, like visually gorgeous. You're just enthralled. Then I watched it on my computer, and I'm like, this movie sucks, dude. <laughs> what was I thinking? That is 2013's Gravity by Alfonso Cuarón. Oh, yeah. That movie is Garbage. Yeah. I, it's bad. I actually agree. It's a bad Unrewatchable. movie. Unrewatchable. Unrewatchable. Saw it in theaters, mind blown. Yeah. I thought. It's an in theater First experience. Yes. And then you go and you finally get to rewatch it at home and you're just kind of like, well, I think. Oh, that's a little less fun, though. A movie that's fun. carried by Sandra Bullock is <laughs> not for me, I don't think. You like Miss Congeniality? Good point. I I, but it's just. Her in gravity she it's literally, like literally she turning <laughs> <Yes>. scripts, <laughs> yes. not just carried but yeah, ninety percent of the movie she's the only person or thing on screen <laughs> yeah, I think visually it's like whoa, incredible yeah, but crazy. I mean it really just only goes that far That's a good one okay I think um I'm trying to think of one that's like not weird to kind of talk about it, but tenant I don't think it was very good, but I don't think it was overrated I don't yeah. think I think Interstellar's very overrated. I like it a lot. but I was going to say, this came out. Good. Didn't that come out at the same time as Gravity, Interstellar? Yeah, very close. And Gravity got like. More of plane. Yeah. Interstellar's yeah, so a way better. better than Gravity. Such a way better movie. But not as good as I think a lot of people um, yeah. like it. So overrated. But let me think of a better one. Because I feel like there's like a more controversial one I hmm. can do. Yeah, just think of a beloved movie. I mean, there. okay, let me just rip through some actually. Shape of Water was awful. Okay. I really did not like that movie. Didn't care for the um, inner, inner species relationship. I won't get into okay, it. Okay, let's People go. People found it meaningful to them, but no, best I picture winner to shoot with animals. So okay, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think um, Ex Machina. Oh, interesting. I like that Alex movie a lot. Garland in general. Oh. Interesting. Really great. Yeah. But also really overrated. Like I think he's just a solid filmmaker. Yeah. I think he gets like this, like, he's this, and he's a, he's the one who was a novelist originally, right? I think so. So uh, really great storyteller. Yeah. But again, like to me, Ex Machina was like really cool. I thought, um, the one where they go into the Glimmer And Annihilation. I liked Annihilation. I I did too. Yeah. But again, it just wasn't like special to me. Did you see it? sorry go ahead men yeah men i thought was men is my favorite of his i thought that was a crazy movie it, i only want i it's okay so real quick real creepy too some I, great moments i wanted to watch men oh. and then i kind of heard it's a little scary so i just i heard the plot synopsis and i was like okay i got i get it it's pretty creepy yeah i'm not uh, i'm not gonna watch it's that got either. some great moments. i hear the end it's is amazing right it's wild yeah I still don't know what I think about it in, okay. a, in a complimentary way. All right, let's close her up. Yeah. Well, this is awesome. Thank you for watching, Con Air. Anybody at home who did? Ian, who did? Yeah. Um, I'm glad. Again, I think if you didn't recommend this movie, wouldn't I, I wouldn't have watched it. I wouldn't have watched it. Yeah. I'm being honest. Even off the cover, you still would have just written it off? No, not written it off, but I'm just more like, wouldn't. I'm like, okay, it wouldn't have, uh, Got, yeah. Um, yeah, all right. Well, thank you guys so much yeah. for listening. Um, Scott Pilgrim next to me, very fast paced, very fun, very 80 kind of like Speed Racer, yeah, 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 similar almost, uh, you know, Speed Racer walk. So, great Scott soundtrack, Tillgram, too. God, uh-huh, of, I, I think, think you're right on that. Establish, man. Emil Hirsch, man, what could have been? We really. God. Hey, hey, guess what? <laughs> That's what's on. Oh, that Go watch yeah. it. Wait, hold on, really quick. Follow us on Instagram. Log it, underscore pod. Follow us on Letterbox. Log it, underscore podcast. All right, bye, guys.